From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 288 for the week of May 8, 2014. The Disney Park Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone, welcome to the show. I am your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. In this segment, Tony has a review of breakfast at the Uva Bar. Tony? Well... Just so you know, even though it is Uva Bar, it's not a drinkable breakfast. So uh, it's not that it's not for all our traders. Yeah. Well, no, maybe there was, but is the bar open during breakfast? I don't know because I have standards, so I didn't ask because it was. An I, I was just curious. Was there a guy standing behind it during breakfast? Well, Nancy, he didn't say how high or low they were. He just said he had standards. So yeah, I had standards. I do not drink breakfast. So you have never had a mimosa. No, I have had a mimosa, yes. That depends on what your definition of is is. Did you have mimosas for breakfast? No, not for breakfast, included with breakfast. Anyways. Yes, exactly. So anyways, um, I did not find that out. I have to be so this review's starting off awesome because I don't know if the bar is open. But you know what? I bet you people that really care about drinking that early in the morning will find out. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If they care about drinking that early in the morning, the bar probably doesn't even have to be open. They'll just scale <laughs> and, and and grab a bottle and get the heck out of there. No, I was going to ask if they had like sexy Mediterranean upscale mimosas. Well, I was with my son, like so I wasn't sure. looking into sexy Mediterranean mimosas. mimosas. So I he might have been. Yeah, he might. Yeah, I was like, no more, Andrew. Anyways. Okay. Well, he's getting older, you know. Gonna have to have that talk. That talk. He's he's got nine years until he's legally able to drink. So uh, that didn't stop me. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> it had- Come on, Mary Jo, confess it. I didn't drink, so yeah. Me and Mary Jo were good people. <laughs> Anyways, so okay. Breakfast. breakfast. Okay. First thing. For those that don't know, Uva Bar is related to Catal. They're like buds. They're kind of the same restaurant, but not really. But they are. Um, and they're located in the middle of downtown Disney. So um, Andrew and I went on a Saturday morning and watched everybody headed to the park. Oh, by the way, as we headed to the park, the line to get unrelated, but somewhat because we passed by it. So we saw it with our eyes. The line to get into Disneyland on the in the on the monorail entrance next to Rainforest Cafe was outrageous. Like I can't believe anybody would wait in that line. Right. Like out of control. Like it wrapped all the way around Rainforest over towards ESPN zone. Holy goodness. Uh, why wouldn't you just I mean at that point you could just walk and get in. Anyways. What time of day was this? It's like a set, you know the Saturday at 9:30 okay. when everybody shows up. Um okay, so we go I first I went to the uh, outside area of Uva Bar because that's where we're going to eat. Because, as everyone I think maybe knows or doesn't know or wasn't sure, was that oh this is Uva Bar that's different than Catal. 
I've eaten at Catal before. I haven't eaten at Uva for breakfast. And they said, oh, it's the same thing. And I said, excuse me? Not like that. <laughs> um, but um, it's the same restaurant as Catal for breakfast. They share the kitchen. Yes. They share a menu. Oh, they use the kitchen. Interesting that you mentioned share the kitchen. That's going to be a fun story. Anyways, they um, they share. It's, it's the same menu, same, basically same restaurant for those for the morning only. So then they asked, do you want to sit inside or out? And I went, well, I'd rather sit inside because it'll be warm outside and I didn't want to be warm, want to be warm. So I chose to sit, um, Andrew and I chose to sit inside. There weren't that many people inside. Most of the people were sitting outside because it's a beautiful day. Me, I wanted to be nice and comfortable. So I decided. Wait, inside? Are they using that little rotunda for Uva Bar now? Okay, no, okay. Uva Bar we're- and Catal, two separate places. Right. But at breakfast, right. you can, you're, it's all considered one. So one we restaurant. sat okay. in Catal. On the first to, floor, Tony? Yes, to eat, or yes, to eat breakfast at Uva. I know it's confusing, okay, so but it's for breakfast, in, consider it Uva Catal. Okay, okay, so it's inside. You can sit either upstairs or downstairs in, I, inside. I'm not sure about upstairs because that's part of the fun story, which I'll wait. So maybe Uva Bar is in the rotunda. This is not. This rotunda. is not that really confusing of an idea, Nancy. They don't really here. separate the two during breakfast. Yeah, I know, but it, it, visually, the, it's. I mean, visually, you think Uva Bar. Traditionally, you think Uva Bar. Uva Bar is an outside menu. Yes, it, it is. It always was an outside yes. menu. Yes. So that's kind of a new concept for me. Yeah, for no, Uber. I understand, but the idea of walking in and getting the same menu is not that confusing of a concept. Well, I no, know getting you the same menu is not a, having, not confusing. Having, it's where we, what does Uva consider inside? What? I mean, can you get inside Uva for lunch? I, I can don't, you get inside Uva for dinner? This is a breakfast review. I don't know. Um, well, it's things for your lunch and dinner review later. Okay. Yes, but so Uva. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Tom, help me out here. Is this <laughs> no, really, I have expectations. Is this really that confusing of an idea? <laughs> no. Uh-uh. I, I didn't think so. Okay. But then again, I don't drink at eight in the morning like some of us. So it's late in the afternoon. Maybe somebody has been having too many sexy Mediterranean mimosas or whatever. Anyways, so. Blood orange and cardamom. Yeah. So you go. I We went to the outside and they said you could sit inside or outside because it's. Like it's one place. You know what? It's kind of like Disneyland Resort. Within Disneyland Resort, there's California Adventure and there's Disneyland. I'm just trying to help you out. Okay. Anyways, so You're such a goober. Anyway, so we sat inside. Wow, I was worried that this segment wouldn't take would not be long enough. But obviously, the confusion of sp- <laughs> I thought I was spatially I was spatially challenged. No, obviously. I just. I've always known Uva Bar to be a completely outside venue. And, you know, that's it. Outside. It's like that little round thing. So the fact that they even offered you inside, you know, that we're doing the, do you want to sit inside? Because technically, Catal has an outside on the balcony upstairs. Yes. But. So. It's one restaurant in the I understand that. I don't know whether it was Uva or Catal, which one I was sitting in. But if you go to the Uva, they're putting you inside. Now, as soon as I walked in, it didn't all of a sudden change. I was just physically sitting in another place where I was sharing the same menu that the outside people on the inside get. So I think that's clear. We've got that. Okay, so. Yeah, no, I had no issues um, with the menu. Okay. Just the inside outside. So um, that was a big part of the discussion. They have 
very interesting. When I say interesting, um, interesting menu items. Let's say interesting menu items. Um, they have sweet breakfast, which includes mm-hmm. oats and honey, French toast, berry pancakes, and a Greek yogurt bowl. And the oats and honey and Greek bowl are eight fifty, and French toast fourteen dollars, and berry pancakes thirteen dollars. Andrew good. and I had the berry pancakes. We'll talk about that in a second. The children's menu: the pancakes are five ninety five with pancakes with bacon. I mean, just I just heard a blue. The for the children's menu: the pancakes are five ninety five. French toast six ninety five maple bread pudding French toast oh man I should we should have gotten French toast instead anyways um, eggs two scrambled eggs slices of bacon five ninety five for children cereal four fifty fresh fruit three fifty again nothing crazily special oh we got there at ten forty oh no they gave me a whole story um, but that'll be interesting because there's some excitement to this breakfast wherever I was sitting no chilaquiles anymore. I'm not done. Okay. Wow. I love the chili okay. chilies. Okay. So they have organic eggs prepared your way for eight seventy five with their home fries and toast. And you can add sausage and bacon for three bucks. They have eggs benedict, which you get a choice of ham or smoked salmon. Two poached eggs served on toasted English muffin with Bernays. Don't get saucy with me, Bernays. I always think of that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and home fries. Like, I can't think of that sauce without that line. Um, bagel. History of the world part one. Yep. Bagel and lox, ten bucks. Biscuits and gravy, twelve. Um, chilaquiles, fourteen. <sighs> and again, for those who don't know what chilaquiles is, just a second. <laughs> Fresh it's... tortilla chip. Go ahead. I can. I know. I got it. I got. I got it, Nancy. Sorry. Fresh tortilla chips with Mexican chorizo fresco and ranchero sauce, topped with two fried eggs, spicy crema, and guacamole. That oh, sounds pa- really good. Oh, they're fabulous. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. I love we'll chili as a species. I love chilaquiles. As a as a species, as a variety, as a dish, as a as a momentary. Um, as the wordsmith yeah. of the group, I'm disappointed that you use the word species in that manner. Yeah, I, I didn't know they were animals. <sighs> you know, I was thinking she's right, chilaquiles of human they're, kind that she yeah, is. She likes yeah. them. I, I, I thought we were going to learn something. Yeah, new. they're so free range. Michael, they're so organic. They're literally right there. They are pasture no, raised. Yeah, no pass, no pesticides, anything. You just get, eat them. The best right phrase I ever heard about chilaquiles was from a failed Food Network show from her first show. Um, it was the French gal who gave up being a Food Network star for like after her first episode or third episode to run open a restaurant in France. Anyway, as she put it, chilaquiles cure anything. Got a hangover? Chilaquiles. You pregnant and have morning sickness? Chilaquiles. I'm just saying, it really does work. Chilaquiles are the bomb. Again, have we gotten back to alcohol again drinking? No. Hangover? I'm just noticing a pattern. I think someone has. (laughs) Yeah. No. I've been out in the garden until we got started here. (laughs) The garden... Remember, it's this is California. It's not Washington or Colorado. Be careful when you call it the garden. Um, so what else was on the menu? Tony? Okay, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Spanish tortilla, baked organic egg frittata with onion, pepper, sofrito, and parsley potatoes, topped mm-hmm. with romesco sauce, queso fresco, and wild arugula. That sounds really good. I didn't have it. So remember, there's only two of us. Um, skillet, the basic skillet with cal- – not basic skillet. Two poached eggs, blistered cherry tomatoes, Calabrian chiles, Spanish chorizo – Garden herbs, toasted pan rustica, and then here's something basic: a Virginia ham and cheese omelet and toast. Okay, so we decided to get three things. 
Um, we want something from the sweet and something from the savory. And so we had the Eggs Benedict. Um, Which variety? Let me see. Yeah, the... Uh, oh, not salmon. Come on. That to me... Eggs Benedict is Eggs Benedict. I don't put the salmon on there. But... um, And I had the Chilaquiles. They got rid of the smoked okay. salmon, smoked yeah. salmon hash. Yeah, I didn't. So I had the chilaquiles. The chilaquiles was I've. It was the best I've had at the resort because now it seems chilaquiles is everywhere. Mm-hmm. But um, there's a place down by um, my apartment that's really, really great, and that's the best I've ever had. This is second best. Um, the chips were perfect and crunchy because when you put the sauce on, yeah. sometimes they get soggy. Um, and it was great. Like it had really, really great flavor. Like I, re- I will go back to get those. I'd get them every single time. Yeah. And now I'm afraid, like I, after reading other stuff, I want to try other things, but it was so good. Mm-hmm. I want to get that. They cure um, everything. Yeah. The, um, Andrew and I both noticed that the roasted potatoes were, um, they're like the greatest flavor and texture ever. That could have been because they're overdone and I like them overdone. But <laughs> they were really, like, we really enjoyed um, what we ate. Um, were they crispy? The I mean, like, when you say they were no. overdone, were they, like, crispy with a mushy center? No, they were more mushy, but I like them mushy. Oh, okay. Mushy, not not disparagingly mushy. But we really liked them. They were good. Now, how did they make their house their house potatoes? Are they, like, made it's with, like, like o- green like, peppers and stuff? Or? Yeah, like an O'Brien. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's a big thing for a lot of people is how no, people do their I know, house and potatoes. I've, I've had I've had bad that I think they're like 50-50 hit and miss. I don't remember okay, I don't like green peppers, so I don't remember green peppers. So I don't think there's green peppers in them not just mention it because I personally don't like those kind. Well, red is more of a trend especially in Mediterranean. Well, that's good cuz I they're don't sweeter. like green. I mean, I love yeah. red pepper. Yeah. They were it was the potatoes were really good. Um the we had the the uh Eggs Benedict was good. It's good Eggs Benedict. We decided not to get the corn cakes because that's even though that would have been cool mm-hmm. and more review worthy. He's a twelve year old boy that likes Eggs Benedict. I'm not gonna get the corn cakes. So um and the ham was nice and flavorful. It said at Chipotle Hollandaise. I couldn't really tell much Chipotle about it. Were your eggs, it was, were the eggs Benedict hard or soft in the cause some places do their eggs runny? And some oh, places no, it was do. runny. It was runny. Okay. Is, is, and I think that's how it should be. Well, yeah. Some people don't like the whole runny. So yeah. I imagine you could probably ask since it is one yeah. of the more fine dining restaurants. Yes. And we're going to talk about that. In a okay. Second. And then um, the uh, the berries and the pancakes, the berry pancakes was just, that was just pancakes. There was nothing special. Like I wouldn't go back to get those. Berries in or berries on top? On top, which to me is not the same. That's not berry pancakes. But then again, I like fake berry yes. pancakes. Like, I don't want the... Blueberry pancakes the berries. have, like, fat well, blobs of berry Yeah, in them. they weren't blueberry pancakes. They were... Bear- oh, no, they're called berry pancakes. Buttermilk pancakes, marinated berries, maple Mixed syrup, berries. a choice of sausage, links, or bacon for $13. Um, I had a hard... I kind of have a hard time spending $13 on those pancakes... When, I mean, you can go to Denny's for two, but I know you're in the resort, so I can live with that. But um, the berries didn't make it any any More special. Better. Yeah. Yeah, more special. Uh, now I'm reading the French toast. We should have got French toast. 
Read the French no, toast. Probably because I was hungry. Because the French toast has maple bread pudding French toast. Oh, yeah. How so was that? No, I don't know. I said we should have gotten that. Well, maybe we should all get together and go to breakfast. And I think we should. And do a follow-up. Um, so, but let me tell you the story about our, din- our, our breakfast. So, um, we got there, sat down, and there was only one other person in the one other family. It was a dad and a daughter in the restaurant. And so we ordered... They mentioned they had a big party. Okay. And we waited. And we waited. And we waited. We waited almost a half hour. And I was like, big party. What's going on? So I went upstairs to see. There was nobody upstairs except in the one room. So if you've gone upstairs to Catal, there's this whole huge area. Only in one room were there people. So it looked like it was like a rehearsal or somebody's getting married or something. And so there was a big group up there. But that, to me, that wasn't enough to make it that there should have been a 30-minute wait for us. And so, um, but I did my little looking up there. So then the guy, um, the, the dad with the kid finally get, gets their food, and he's he's pissed, right? So he says, there's no reason. He says, I've worked in restaurants before. You should be able to handle a big party. We shouldn't have been waiting here 35, whatever, blah, blah, blah minutes. And, um, and he said that, um, which is right. If you have a big party, you know you have a big party. It wasn't a surprise. Like, they all showed up. It was, this was a reserved thing. So They should have staffed for it. Yeah, they should have staffed for it. But wait, it's exciting when we find out why. So, um because I'm still happy so that tells you some of it so he got his meal comped right they didn't so okay so which rightfully so Mm -hmm. he's like we'll take care of it and so I didn't ask for mine but then I walked over to him and said hey I'm actually doing a podcast review how long have you been waiting blah 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 and he was like still angry or whatever now I think once I went over there then um, the um, the manager came over to me and said that you know we apologize we're gonna go ahead and take care of your meal I'm like sweet um I was okay with it. And I said, what's, you know, what's going on? I was okay with it. This is what he found out. He said, this is a chef-driven restaurant. Meaning that that downstairs kitchen, there's a kitchen upstairs. Right. The upstairs kitchen was supposed to be for that party. But because it's a chef-driven restaurant, I'm using air quotes, They, he said, no, I want to use the downstairs kitchen and the staff. Who said that? The chef? The chef. So basically, that's why everything was so slow because they weren't they were expecting. Okay, we're gonna cook for the people down here, and now it's and he's gonna cook upstairs with his own kitchen and maybe with a couple of the dudes. I don't know exactly all that detail, but what the manager, the the customer service manager said, he said, "This is a chef driven kitchen. All I can do is is manage the people here and the down." So basically. The chef had a hissy fit, wanted it his way, and then that screwed everybody over at the restaurant. I found it very interesting that he said, we are a chef-driven restaurant. So there's nothing that this poor guy could do except give us free meals. But the reason he gave us free meals was because the diva chef, whoever it was, wanted to use the kitchen downstairs rather than the kitchen upstairs. And they get to do whatever they want. I found that so interesting. It made it worth the 30-minute wait. So do you guys understand the chef ran yeah. the show? Yeah. Even at breakfast. 
Like so, I'm that's so surprising to me too. Yeah, I don't know it's French, but it just sounds like you know, being a. I want to use the kitchen downstairs. <laughs> like, like that's what we're using. Like, you can imagine this kind of thing. And I felt so bad for the, the supervisor or the manager guy, because he's like he and he was like kind of sm- like, there's nothing. This is a chef-driven restaurant. There's nothing. And he was nice about it. He wasn't like rolling his eyes or anything. I kind of got that out of him. But that was my doing, not him being unprofessional at all. But I felt bad for him that there was basically nothing he could do. So you have all these customers, who knows what happened outside, upset, and it's basically because the chef decided, even though he would plan to use the upstairs restaurant, uh, the upstairs kitchen, decided instead to use the downstairs kitchen. That just impacted everybody. Yeah, it did. But So it's good to know it's a chef-driven restaurant. Hopefully the chef's having a good day. <laughs> But I'd never even heard that of a where the sh- I know Nancy will have heard it, but um, where a chef like runs. I mean, I understand chefs running the show at like Napa Rose or um, Carthay Circle. It surprised me at or you breakfast. Could call it dinner. Yeah, but at breakfast, yeah. that kind of surprised. But but then again, it was a huge, it was a huge group. So I actually was happy with this. I was really happy with the service because they explained it. And they took care of it. Not that I wanted... I was okay with that not being free. If he would have just explained it was the chef's fault, I would have been cool. But then he offered to pay for it. I'm like, okay. It's like, dang, we should have got three more three more items. I mean, I still gave a good tip and everything, but... Um, but that's so. that's good. I mean, that's... that. Te- it, it is a quality place there at the resort. Mm-hmm. So that's good that they that they made good on... Because that, that to wait a half an hour for your food... That's too much. For breakfast, especially. For breakfast, yeah, especially for breakfast when you're especially. waiting to go. And one thing to remember is just because you're sitting in Qatar with one other table doesn't mean that oof, the, the outside isn't packed and they're cooking for them too. So I could see where that would cause an issue where I'm sitting there going, there's nobody in here. How come I'm not getting better service? Well, there's a whole packed outside too. So just something to think about. Because you know if, there, if you go to a restaurant and there's only two tables, you're thinking you're going to get weighted on hand and foot. But you don't realize that you're two of the two plus whatever's outside that you don't see. So you might have higher expectations for how much they're going to wait on you when really there could be a lot of people. Not that it would matter, but you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You think, oh, there's nobody here. No, there are, but they're all outside. And then the chef is upstairs, making them run upstairs <laughs> to, to do stuff. So, um... In terms of food, I really, really like it. And I would say, and now service, even though it was bad, it's the chef's fault, um, that um, I would recommend this place for breakfast over almost every place for breakfast that's not a character meal or a buffet. Wow. Despite the pancake. Well, just because, and here's why I was thinking about that. Okay, so I compared it to, I was looking at all, I'm looking at all the menus. Okay, Carnation Cafe, you're looking at $10, $11 per entree and nothing really special right huevos rancheros okay um aperol granola pancakes um all american breakfast ham and cheese omelet okay nothing special right basic breakfast um river bell terrace where you're looking at nine i mean eight dollars a plate so it is pricier at at a catal slash uva but it's again scrambled eggs potatoes bacon it's out of a vat and they're just dumping it on your plate Carnation Cafe, no, but Riverbell Terrace. 
Um, Tomorrowland Terrace, Breakfast Burrito, Breakfast Platter, like the same old stuff. Pacific Wharf Cafe, you just get like a sandwich. Um, Steakhouse Steakhouse 55 has pancakes for $11, French toast for $12, much higher quality than all the other places. Their eggs Benedict is $14. They have French regular... Uh, two slices of French toast or pancakes, two eggs, like, and then a build-your-own omelet, twelve dollars. So they have steak and eggs. So they, and have, they also um, have huevos rancheros. Yeah, they have huevos really rancheros. Good. So they're like a couple of dollars cheaper than Catal, but they still have pretty much basic breakfast. Not saying it's not great, but it's basic, right? So the reason why I'm going to suggest, oh, and then La Brea Bakery, which is actually more expensive than Catal. Oh my gosh! I didn't know. I just ate only there. by like a dollar or two, but still, mm-hmm. um, they do have a smoked salmon platter for sixteen bucks. Their pancake breakfast is seventeen. I love how you're just because you're across the street from the park, we're gonna raise it like two dollars. Right. Uh, yeah. Their French toast is seventeen. I'm rounding the five cents up. They have a basic eggs platter, sausage omelet, fourteen dollars. So, the reason why I'm gonna recommend, I would say go there instead. Go to Catal um, Uva instead is it's nicer it's more relaxed not as Steakhouse 55 Steakhouse 55 breakfast like the most relaxed breakfast you'll ever get um, you can sit outside which is nice but I like the um, you can actually it's, sit outside for half an hour or more right? well or no that's only if that wedding party and the chef is having a good day um, <laughs> the um is I like their variety of what you can get for breakfast. The fact that you can get fresh, and there's my word, fresh made chilaquiles. I know you can get that at um, Surf's Up, but it's sitting there. So that you can get that. The fact that you could get your the skillet has poached eggs instead of just scrambled eggs, melted cherry tomatoes, Spanish chorizo. That's not the same skillet you can get anywhere else. Um, the fact that their French toast is maple bread pudding French toast. Okay, it's not just regular French toast. Their berry pancakes, okay, no. The um, the uh, shaved serrano ham c- comes with um, chilled asparagus, lemon emulsion, soft-boiled eggs, and brioche toast. So they have jamón serrano there. Oh, so oh my gosh, that? that's delicious. Okay. The fact that they have... Oh, and their eggs benedict could come on corn cakes. I like that it's a higher quality. Steakhouse 55 is a higher quality too. It's basic. We're going to please everybody breakfast. What I like about this place is that you can get different things. Especially if you, okay, if you've been traveling and you're, this is like day six, excuse me, day five. <laughs> okay. Day five and you're like, okay, if I have another platter of sausage, eggs, and potatoes, I'm going to kill someone. You can get a different version of that here. That's Plus, what you're I'm also saying. in that theme park. You're still in that theme park um, atmosphere mm-hmm. at at the Uva Bar, which is really nice. You're not. It's you're almost not like having... eat, it's almost like eating at Carnation Cafe, where you're watching all the people go by. Right. Yes. Yeah. But yet I you're really... not. But that, what's nice is you're not in the park if you have kids, seeing that. Well, but but I want to go and uh, please, like you're out, you're in, but you're not. So you could still have your nice breakfast. And yeah. I don't have them freaking out. Why aren't we in there yet? But to me, it's the fact that you can get different breakfasty things, not the same old breakfast thing that you get everywhere else. 
that's why I recommend it. And the fact that they actually did have good service because they comped my meal. So they took care of they they, they yeah. were responsive to to their Yeah, I don't know room. if me I don't I'm not sure if me ta- I'm I'm sure me talking to the other person who was really angry probably helped, but still. I just like that they have uh you know what it is? They have higher quality ingredients and different ingredients. Steak off this 55 has higher quality ingredients, but they're still the basic breakfast ingredients. That's why. So would you go there again, Tony? Oh, yes, definitely. Because I'm, now I want to go back and try the, um, not for the berry pancakes, but I want to go back for the French toast. And I'd actually like to try the, um, I forgot to mention, they have shrimp and grits. Ooh. Poached shrimp. Which when did they put see, that on? Wow. Well, let's make sure it's still there. I would expect I that picture. from um, the jazz okay. kitchen, but no, that's they nice don't. to know that they don't. They did. Has. Sorry, my my bad. They used to. It's no longer on. Oh. I have the most recent picture of the menu. They don't. Um, but they do have that Spanish tortilla, the egg frittata, um, and then corned beef hash, which used to not be on the the menu. So I like. Oh, and there it's house made corned beef. So again, you can get homemade, but like breakfast two point like it's not, it's not um, just the same old, same old, and that's why I would definitely go back. Awesome, sounds Yay. great. Yeah, it does. Thank you, Tony. That is going to do it for this segment of the Disney Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week, and of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening.